The following podcast is brought to you by Cast Content Media. Hey guys, it's Ron Worley, your most imperfect host of Sons of Ditches. People are liars, thieves, addicts, and assholes. Some people change, and a few make a difference. But everyone has a story. Hey everybody, Ron Worley with another episode of Sons of Ditches. As our intro says, today I have Mr. Paul Henderson who is the dean of students at a private high school, sorry, private school in Richmond, Virginia, and also new author, which we're going to talk about today, uh, of the book, the inspirational fiction self-help book is entitled Slave No More, Conquering the Master Within, and it over it focuses on overcoming personal failures and past life circumstance, which is perfect for us, right, guys, because that's exactly what we do here at Sons of Ditches. Paul, welcome. Hey, hey, thank you so much for having me, Ron. Man, it's good to it's good to meet people all across the world. Uh, I was just on with somebody earlier today from Australia, um, and you might as well be in Australia because you are on the far east coast. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So you've been on uh, a podcast tour, I'm sure, uh, to get your book out. Tell us a little bit about the book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So slave no more conquering the master within it's, it's funny. Um, when I initially had the idea, um, you know, I, I would hear all of these stories, um, you know, right, Ron. So I, I would, I would hear um, a story of someone who, um, you know, who, who, who had overcome some adverse trials, uh, mm-hmm. but then I would see someone with that, that dealt with the same set of circumstances and ra- but rather than overcoming, they kept talking about the circumstance. They kept right. talking about what they were going through. And then, um, and then I would see it time and time again. I'm like, okay, this person over here is overcoming. And then the, the other person dealing with the same circumstances, they're, they're choosing to, to still, uh, you know, focus on the circumstances. Um, yeah. So I, this idea came to, Hey, why, why don't, why don't I, I want to write, you know, I, I, I want to write about this. So I initially thought that it would be, you know, just a general self-help book, you know, just maybe just recording some stories, pulling a few key points from their stories. Uh, but what, what happened, and this is kind of getting to my story uh, was about four, about four years ago. I was, I was a teacher at the school. I just, Left a, a, a group um, nonprofit called Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I did that for eight years. Enjoyed it. A lot of um, sports chapels and all of that type of stuff. And I nice. said, "Hey, I'm going. Um, I'm, I'm going into my educational background, which which was teaching. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm doing the right thing, and I'm going to have an impact in the classroom. Yeah. Um, and it was a private. It was a private alternative school, like you know, one of the schools where. The, the kids who had some challenges. Have, yeah, a little rough life there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Hey, it, it was that was a journey all in itself. That was a journey <laughs> all in itself. Um, so what happened was halfway through this year, they had four campuses and uh, they had, they ran some funding challenges. Um, so the campus that I was on actually shut down. It actually oh, shut shoot. down. So I find myself looking for a job. Um, at the time, my wife and I had two little boys. She oh. was pregnant with our third. And oh. I was like, what 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 are we going to do? Yeah. Um, you know, lost our insurance. You know, just lost everything. Uh, but you know, we had we end up having the baby. But you know, here, here's the thing, Ron. During that time is when I started writing my book. Okay. About four years ago, out of work, 
three little babies at home. Yeah. I would apply for jobs in the day. And, and at night, I would write 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. I would write. And the cool thing is, and that bring it back full circle, is rather than it just being a self-help book, it turned out to be inspirational fiction. Sure. So basically, I implemented a storyline. And then the people's stories, who, you know, who, who allowed me to use their stories, I implemented their stories into the storyline. Oh, so that's and, awesome. and um, it's, it's, it's um, I believe it's come out pretty good so far. I've had a few good reviews and, um, you know, the goal is to definitely make it make an impact. Yeah, for sure. Are you on Goodreads then uh, getting those reviews yet? Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're just starting that process. Um, the, okay. the official release date date is January 4th, uh, but the, the ebook has has was released uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So oh. it's available there. And then I have a few author's copies where, you know, where where different uh, people have, you know, they're, they're starting to yeah. read and it's starting to get to the point where they're going to be making reviews. Absolutely. Right on. That's good. Well, if you're on Goodreads, which most books before they go out, right. you know, that's the big deal. So I'll jump on there. I'm, I'm, a, you know, I do that Goodreads okay. thing too. Yeah, I'll jump on there and read it, man. I, I'm excited too. Uh, it sounds like we uh, both have a little bit in common with trying to help other people. Right. Uh, and, and really, I mean, you're not an expert in this, right? Like you, you're a teacher. Oh. But it's not like you've been out coaching people for your whole life, uh, you know, with with life, you know, life coaching and whatnot. Right. Right. Oh, no, no, not not at all. I mean, I, I, I do. Um, I did chapels for a while with, uh, you know, middle school, high school, college and actually a couple of um, did, did a few NFL chapels as well oh, wow. um, over the past few years. Um, you know, I'm a dean of students at a school, uh, right. but I, I actually live by. What I, I do for my, my blog, Fatherhood on the Fly, one thing I always say is that we're learning, we're growing, and we're getting better one day at a time. Ah, nice. I love it. Because I, I, you know, I firmly believe that it's, it's, it's a, we, we're learning every, every day. And if I can yeah. just get a little bit better today, if you can get a little bit better today, we're, we're going in the right direction. That's true. So true. And so tell me a little bit about the school you work at. Is uh, Are you out of the alternative school situation then? Or is right. this also? Yeah, yeah. Also- so it's. Yeah, it's a school. It's a private Christian school in, in Richmond, Virginia. It's called Elijah House Academy. I oh. believe we're in year thirty-three. I, I believe that's that's the year that we're in. And um, that's a little different than yeah. than than the alternative school, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, it, but you know what I like about it? You know, I'm about um, I'm, I started July first. So this is my first year, and man, I tell you what, I'm loving it because every day I have an opportunity. To, to help with the student formation at the school. Excellent. You know, um, it's, it's a private school, but it's, it's an accessible school, if you will. Uh, there, they, we actually have a lot of uh, kids from the, from the inner city that oh, okay. are, are scholarship um, in order to be able to come to our school. Um, we, we receive 90 per, 90% of our students or are, are funded in order to be able to come to school. So it, it works out really well to provide a, an accessible private education choice within the city of Richmond. And um, I, I love it. I mean, every day I look forward to going to work because I know that I'm having an impact. Yeah. Them. Yeah, for sure. And, and not every man, hardly anybody in America today can say what you just said. So uh, that's huge. And we do appreciate you. Your teachers are heroes. Uh, and, and a lot of times, uh, you know, we just get no credit. And, uh, so here's all the credit, bro. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. hey, th- thank you so much. Thank you. It's, it's a joy. It's an absolute uh, joy. So tell me how it, you, so you see all these people who are living in it. They're basically in their adversity nonstop. So you, you find out that 
basically, if you don't get out of it, you don't find your way out. Uh, you're just going to keep talking about it and it's going to eat you alive. Is that right. pretty much? Yeah. So how, what's the first step in getting away from your adversity? Uh, that, that's a great question. That's a great question. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I really enjoyed in this in this um, interviewing, you know, these these dynamic individuals was finding common things. Mm. And the one common thing that I found, I, I believe, I it was a, it was a couple. There was a couple, an older couple there. Um, they're in their seventies. There's a, another gentleman who's in his seventies. There's a, a guy that's in his mid 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 to late forties. And then the um, a lady who's around, um, I think it's about mid forties as well. So they all have these dynamic stories, okay? But the common yeah. thing, whether it's a racial type of story, like you know, racial races um, dealing with racism, or whether it's dealing with some type of um, 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 physical ailment, whether it's dealing with uh, like a, a sexual abuse, these are the types of stories that we cover in there. Okay. The common thing that I saw through all of their stories was all of them had a vision to overcome. Mm. Each of them had a strong vision uh, that the lady who dealt in Virginia, you know, we, you know, Richmond, Virginia, which, which that's where I am. We were yeah. the capital of the Confederacy. So right. you know, we, we, dealt with, we, we dealt with a lot here. So what happened was back in, in the 1950s, when they um, decided to integrate the schools, there was a county, Prince Edward County, Virginia. Uh, they said, hey, you know, what? rather than integrating, what we're going to do is we're going to shut our school system down. So. Imagine being seven years old, the school system being shut down. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I mean, you're seven years old. What are you supposed to do? That's not your choice. You know, it's, right. it's just something that you have to deal with. Five years later, she's 12 years old. They say you're 12 years old. Okay. You're in the seventh grade. So mm. you miss five years of formative education and right. you're just dumped into the, 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 the seventh grade. Yeah. So yeah. what happened was, as hard as it was for her, she fought through, she, she, she kept her vision in front of her. Cause what happens is one day she saw a lady dressed in all white and she said, uh-huh. you know what? I want to see what she does. Come to find out this lady was a nurse. So that uh-huh. just gave her a vision to be a nurse. So uh-huh. that vision helped, helped to keep her on track. Now, was it hard? Absolutely. It was hard. It, it right. was tough for her. Um, but to see her, to, to hear her tell her story, man, I, my goodness, I, I was so inspired because she said so many of her friends that were in the same situation, they didn't finish school. Yeah, right. But the fact that she had a vision, a strong vision, my mm-hmm. goodness, man. I mean, and, that's and it. I, I know her well. She, she's my son's babysitter. Oh, OK. All right. I, so I know her well. You know, um, she, she ended up being a nurse. <laughs> She was in, ended up in a nurse in Richmond, Virginia, and she, and, um, she had a 40-year career. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. But it started with that strong vision. It started right. with that strong vision. Yeah. I, I, that's brilliant. And, and you know, it's not, it's not lost on me that you, you need to visualize. And, and I spend time at night uh, dreaming. I call it dream time, but it's, you mm-hmm. know, that mm-hmm. moment when you're being creative and whatnot. Um, but you have to have the end goal in your mind so that you have something to reach. Now, I'm, I'm going to throw a bunch of bolts in here now because oh, oh, <laughs> um, the, the, the irony is not lost on me. The name of the book, the fact that you're African-American, yeah. um, you know, so is this uh, a racially, I don't want to say charged, but is, is there a lot of racial uh, innuendos or, or stories involved? Oh, no, thank you so much for asking that question. Um, 
that the story that I just told is the only one that has that the a racial um, background to it. Um, you know, her husband's story is actually actually in there. His does, doesn't have to do with that at all. And he's in his 70s as well. Um, so there's there's one about physical ailments. And there's one about, um, you know, a guy who basically the three generations before him, the, the, the father or the husband left the wife and just left, left a broken family. And he was on his way until he had a vision for a strong marriage. So that story ends up being in there. And now he has three children who are all married, you know, 15, 20 years. So being that he chose to break that cycle in his family, you know, he is now seeing yeah. three, three of his, you know, so it's the stories like that, but that's, that's yeah. the only one. Um, now I am history major. I was a history major at Virginia. Oh, no kidding. University. And I, I did study a lot of um, 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 stories about slavery. And mm-hmm. and uh, one thing that would, and I guess some of the original intent behind the name is um, I, I would hear stories about, you know, the emancipation, you know, proclamation right. and um, how, how different slaves were freed. Um, but so many didn't, they didn't know where to go. So they just went back and worked for the same slave masters. They're, you're free, but you're working for the same slave masters. So right. you're really free. Um, so I guess in a way, making that parallel um, you know, you you have the opportunity to be free. You you have, um, but in this in this instance, the masters the masters in here and the mm-hmm. masters in here. Yes. So learning how to break free from that mental that mental master that that master that's in your heart, breaking free from that cage and finding the vision for your future. Yeah, perfect. I I love it, and I and I already knew the answer to it. I just wanted my. Uh, I want to get as many people reading your book as possible. So absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we just wanted to clear that up. But so uh, book comes out January 4th, right? Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. Right, of 2022. Now, uh, are you doing it? Are we back to doing any like, uh, what do you call that? Uh, in-person meetings or book signings or anything yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're 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 working on it right now. We we're working on it. You know, I've been to local um local bookstores and and they're saying we're we're not there yet. Uh, ah. but, they, but they're they're you know hopefully we're we're uh, progressing. My publishing company, uh, Morgan James Publishing, um, I'm, I'm really appreciative of them. You know, they're they're saying that it's looking like p- potentially sometime next year things will be more open. Um, yeah. I think yeah. one end. So right now it's really finding places that it individually allow you. Um, yeah. So, um, I do have some authors copy. So if I'm able to get a uh, speaking engagement and I do have one in November, you know, I'll be able to um, sell, sell some books there. That's then, awesome. um, you know, we'll work on, we're, we're also working on a, like a, like a book release uh, yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, good for you, man. And uh, so generally I, I don't know everything about writing a book, uh, but you know what, usually you go get to go out on this book tour and it's usually a lot easier to have um, not self publish, but to have a publisher. And I think it's wonderful that you have one. Uh, that's actually very lucky. I sent out probably 50, 55 uh, letters to publishers and got zero response <laughs> back. So <laughs> good for you, man. How many publishers did you have to interview before you actually got uh, somebody to offer you? Um, I, I, uh, spoke with three and I was, I was oh. offered by three. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I chose, but I, I, the, the three that I went with, uh, that I, that I looked at were, were hybrid publishing companies. Um, I, I was looking at companies where it was a good, uh, mutual, mutually beneficial, 
Yeah. Um, and more Morgan James is, is, is just that where, um, you know, it's a, we call a hybrid publishing company where I, I keep the rights, I keep the rights to my book, mm-hmm. um, you know, but they do, you know, I'm on, I'm on their website. They, they help me to get into the, um, you know, to the bookstores, um, they through, through Ingram Sparks and, um, or, um, I forget the, it's not Ingram Sparks, but Ingram, um, I, I forget that. Ingram Sparks is one of them now. That's Ingram yeah. Sparks. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah, so Ingram is one of the uh, book, book, book distri- uh, one of the book distributors. Yeah, um, and it's 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 been a really good relationship. David Hancock is the founder. Um, he's a great guy. Um, they have offices up in, in New York, and um, you know, so they they've had quite a few books on the um, bestsellers list. So so hopefully, I do my part, and we work together so that you know that we can get there as well. But um, absolutely, if I think if we look to affect as many lives as, as possible. It'll handle itself. Yeah, absolutely. And, and bro, it's a, it's a marathon. That's what they kept telling me. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And uh, you're going to have this book for the rest of your life. Absolutely. And hopefully it's your legacy, part of your legacy. Maybe you'll write many more, who knows, but um, you know, your children will have it. You'll hand it down to them. And I'm sure your wife is super proud of you. Um, yeah, my wife absolutely. still, my wife still hasn't even read my book. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tried yeah, to read it to her. <laughs> that, that's that's kind of where we. That's what kind of where we are. I read to mind her. She, 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 I think you know what it was. She, she heard so much of it as I was writing it because uh, that was such right. a special time of um, you know, not having a job and you know we spent a lot of time together. You know, during yeah. that time, um, you know, I mean, I wish I was getting paid. That time, yeah, right. You know, I, I was, I was, I was searching, I was searching for a job, and you know, at the same time, it it was a a blessing to be able to spend so much time with my wife and children. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. So you're definitely a family man. We've gotten that from you here today, and yes, um, so tell me for all the young people out there, uh, we have several young people that that listen to our show. Uh, if they want, what do you say to them? Just getting out of high school. Uh, what, you know, what, how do they make their choice? What's next for them? Uh, is it, you know, follow your passion or tell me to give us a little advice on what you do right out of high school. Okay. All right. Sound, sounds good. <laughs> um, so a, a, a strong vision is, is, is so key. A strong vision is, is so critical. So if, if you're not exactly sore of what you want to do, uh, I, I would suggest to find somebody that's already where you would like to be, you know? So, 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 because what happens is if you find somebody that's living your ideal, your ideal life, you're able to, you know, potentially ask questions, say, Hey, Hey, how'd you get here? Yeah. And what, what, what can happen if you do that is that, you know, you could potentially, I think, I think mistakes are a good thing, but anytime we can avoid, anytime we can um, get around, um, avoidable, avoidable mistakes, if you will. I think that's a great thing. Um, I think it was, uh, I think I heard John Maxwell say it. I don't know if he's the first person to say it or not. Um, said a wise man learns from someone else's mistakes. Um, a smart man learns from his own mistakes and a fool doesn't learn at all. (laughs) So (laughs) that's pretty good. I, I, I like being a smart man, learn from my own mistakes, but if I can get some wisdom from somebody who's already gone before me and the, you know, and they're where I would like to be, man, I think that's a great thing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, a mentor, everybody. And do you mentor people yourself by chance? Uh, I'm in a position now I get to do that (laughs) every day. And, but you know, 
out even outside the school, one thing I share with the parents there, because I have two children in school. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a third grader and a, and a kindergartner. One thing I would share with them is I'm a father before Medina students. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, I'm a father before my 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 sons my sons come first, and and I really want to be sure that I'm I'm pouring you know into them. Yeah, and you know what? It's so important to to do that because, especially these days, uh, to teach a, a boy to become a man, um, yeah. you know, it's difficult. They're they're especially with social media and all that out there. Uh, so, it, give me give me some advice as a parent. Now, my children are all grown, um, and I spent a lot of time uh, trying to make them into men, and and it turns out they just did a really good job on their own as well. So, <laughs> uh, but I, you know, what do you tell your, what do you tell your kids? Uh, what is a man to you? What does that look like for you? That's a, that's a great, that's a great question. Cause I feel like, you know, you, you hear, you hear all these definitions, you, you know, you hear about, you know, can, can you, can you, can you fix things? You know, I'm not the best. I'm not the best with my hands. I, I'm, I'm, I've learned to be okay um, with admitting, I'm not the best with tools. I'm not the best with cars. I'm not the best with um, fixing things around the house. That's that's not me. But I, I, I do realize what I'm good at. I, I realize where where I am gifted. So mm-hmm. if I'm able to sharpen those gifts, if I teach my sons, hey, let's figure out where you're good. Yeah. Let's let, let's let's be great. Let's be great there. I, I think as a man, to you know, one thing I'm teaching my sons, a couple of things I'm teaching my sons that it's okay to make mistakes. Okay. It is okay to make mistakes as long as we learn from, from the mistakes. Yeah. uh, A couple of other things, uh, something else that I teach my sons and this is, and and, and I'm not sure if this is something that I teach them uh, but more, perhaps it's more so a model for them. Um, Sometimes we get on our children um, and and we we do because, you know, they drop the ball here and there and it it happens. Yeah. One thing that I've learned and I I, I try to remember is that I dropped the ball too. So, if my sons drop the ball, it's important for me to teach them how to pick it back up just as much as they may need uh, discipline, whether that's like, like verbal discipline, you know, scolding or whatever. Yeah. It's so important to restore them, to, to build them back up so they can say, you know what? I dropped the ball, but it's okay. As okay. long as I learn and I figure out how to pick that thing up, I think we're going in the right direction. Now, these are general principles. Um, you know, you know, uh, I, I I do try to teach my sons a little bit of yard work and all that type of sure. stuff. Sure, <laughs> that's but, part but of it. Not gonna go but too far with that because uh, that's not my that's not my skill set. <laughs> <laughs> I am not mechanically inclined at all, and I have a mechanic for a son, and so he's always schooling me. Now, I you know, I never taught him a damn thing, and. That now he comes out and takes care of my cars and teaches. I mean, he, he makes fun of me really, right. uh, you know, it, it's hilarious, but uh, I, I think that's good on you, man. And, and I think it's really hard uh, in society today to teach a man to just go ahead and be a man. And you're right. Mistakes can't define us. That's not the rest of our life. And uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully our kids aren't stuck in, in that. That's, that's huge. Um but thank you so much for being on. Now, tell me where we can get, do you have a website yet? Do you have, uh, where do we get yeah. your book at? Yeah. So, uh, Slave the More, Conquering the Master Within. So it's, it's available as, as an ebook on, you know, on all the, um, you know, all the online retailers, uh, Kindle, um, Nook, iBooks, uh, Google Play. Then you all, um, then it'll be my, my website is paulanthonyhenderson.com. That's paulanthonyhenderson.com. 
And from there, you're able to pre-order the book uh, from Barnes and Noble, um, you know, Books and uh, Books a Million, um, you know, Amazon, all all the major, you know, yeah. all the major retailers. So it's available for pre-order right now. The official official release date is January fourth. I cannot believe that's just about two months away. This is going to get crazy, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh man, it, you know, the hardest thing is to actually sign someone's book. I don't know about you, but that is so awkward for me. I can't, uh, I feel like, why the heck do you want my signature? You know, it's, it's super weird. <laughs> I've gotten so. some practice with uh, my author's copies uh, because the people that I give them to are, are, you know, people within my personal network. Yeah. And, uh, so it's kind of getting me warmed up because I'm able to write like a little personal note because we had that relationship. Right. Yeah. Good for you, man. And practice your signature so that it's like the same. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. It's absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. Well, good for you, man. I, Paul, I sure appreciate you having on, having you on and coming on our show. Uh, it's only a half hour show, so I got to let you go. Um, but please come on again. Maybe when the book's actually out, we'll have you on again and uh, we'll talk about how it's going. Hey, hey, thanks a lot, Ron. Wait, once again, I appreciate you having me. Um, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you. All right, everybody, we will see you next week in another episode of Sons of Ditches. See you later. Thank you for tuning in to Sons of Ditches. For more information, go to my website, ronworley.com, and my YouTube channel, Sons of Ditches. Facebook, Ron L. Worley or Instagram at Ronald L. Worley II.